Tonight's prayer is what I've titled, The Power of a Transformed Life. The Power of a Transformed Life. So we could see from this passage, Mark chapter 5 from verse 1 to 20, how God met with this man and how his life was transformed. You know, for, for, for some of the accounts that was given about this man, we were told that he dwelt in the tombs. He dwelt in the tombs. And sometimes he go to the mountains night and day and cut himself with stones. And this man, the Bible says, he could not be tamed. Many people have tried to help him, but they could not succeed because each time they bind him with chains and shackles, the Bible says he was always breaking those chains. But on the day he met with Jesus, Jesus transformed his life. I want us to go to that same book of Mark chapter 5. But tonight we are going, we are going to focus on two verses. And that will be verses 15 and 18. Two verses, the power of a transformed life. We want to look at the life of this man after his life was transformed. What happened to him? After the unclean spirit was cast out, what happened to him? You know, what was the effect of the deliverance upon his life? Mark chapter 5, I want to read verse 15, and then I will go to verse 18. Then they came to Jesus and saw the one who had been demon-possessed and had legion sitting and clothed and in his right mind, and they were afraid. I want to jump to verse 18 now. And when he got into the boat, this is when Jesus got into the boat, he who had been demon-possessed begged him that he might be with him. Begged him. The, man, the Bible says that man, after Jesus cast out the unclean spirit out of his life, he came to Jesus in the boat because Jesus Christ was being chased out of that city because of those swine, you know, that enter into the sea, you know, because when Jesus Christ cast out the demons, the demons were permitted to go into the swine, 2,000 of them, and the Bible says they ran violently into the sea to be perish in the sea. So because of that incident, the people in the city, they chased away Jesus from that city. And this man that was delivered, this man that was, you know, that was just being prayed for, came to Jesus in the boat because he wanted to follow Jesus. He has become a disciple. He wanted to follow the master. He wanted to follow the one that, you know, delivered him from the torment of this demonic spirit. But Jesus told him that he needed to stay with his family and friends and tell them about the great thing that God has done. So I want to talk about, and we are going to be praying on, on those points that we are going to mention, about the power of transforming life. I, I, will, I will just limit the, the scope of this topic to this passage, and then we are going to use the points to pray. Now, I want to go back to verse 15. Look at the things that the Bible mentioned about this man. So those, then they came to Jesus, that Mark 5.15. Then they came to Jesus and saw the one who had been demon-possessed and had legion sitting. So the first thing that happened to this man was that the Bible says he was now sitting, sitting with Jesus, sitting among the disciples. That was the first thing. Then not only that, and clothed. So which means this man was naked before. So, but after Jesus cast out that demons out of his life, he was now sitting, he was now being clothed, and told, the Bible says, in his right mind. And now he is now in his right mind. And the fourth thing that happened to him was that the Bible says, people that were around, the people in that city, when they saw him, the Bible says, they were afraid of him. And these are the four points we are going to use to pray. They are powerful points. And we could see that for any man, for any woman that is being delivered by the power of Christ from demonic activities, from demonic operations, these are the four things that we at least manifest in their life. One, 
The Bible says this man was sitting. Now, what does it mean when the Bible says this man was sitting? Because if you read the story very well, the Bible says this man was always going about night and days between the mountains and the valley. He was never stable before. He was always going up and down. He was always going between the tomb and the valley, between the tomb and the mountains. That was what he was doing before. You know, his life and operation was like that of the devil. And then when God asked the devil in Job chapter 2, verse 1, that, you know, Satan, where have you been? Look at what Satan said. Satan said, I have been going up and full, to and full, up and down in the world. And that is what the devil does. He is always going to and full. He's always parading himself. And that was the activities of the, of the devil in the life of this man as well. The Bible said this man was always going up and down between the tombs and the mountain, between the mountains and the valley. He was going up and down. He was not, he was not stable. But when he was delivered, stability was restored unto him. He was now sitting. So when the Bible says he was sitting, what does that mean? It means this man started learning at the feet of Jesus. Just like Mary in Luke chapter 10 from verse 38 to 42. The Bible says when Jesus visited the house of Mary and Martha, uh, the Bible says Mary you know, sat at the feet of Jesus to learn. So this man also sat at the feet of Jesus to learn because he now considered being at the presence of God more important than being anywhere else. The book of Psalm 29, verse 4. You know, David was speaking here. He said, One thing have I desire of the Lord, and that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the day of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. This was David here. He said, One thing, one thing that I desire is just to be in the presence of God. And this is what this man desires as well. The book of Psalm. Psalm, 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 uh, Psalm 16, verse 11. The Bible says, Thou will show me the path of life. In thy presence is the fullness of joy, and at thy right hand there are pleasures forevermore. So this man, he was so much comfortable. He sat at the feet of Jesus. That's the first thing. Then the second thing the Bible mentioned was that he was being clothed. He was being clothed. I, I'm just, I just want to summarize those points, and then we'll start praying after I summarize it. Bible says he was being clothed. If you go to the book of Genesis 3.21, Genesis chapter 3, verse 21, the first thing that God did for Adam and Eve to restore them after they ate the forbidden food, the Bible says when they ate the forbidden food, they saw that they were naked, and they saw thick lips to cover themselves, which stands for human righteousness. But there's a righteousness that God wanted to provide for them that is more than the human righteousness, which is the righteousness of God. And the Bible says, and for Adam and for his wife, I'm reading from Genesis 3.21, and for Adam and his wife, the Lord God made a tonic of skin and clothed them. That's what God did for them. He clothed them with his own righteousness. He clothed them to cover their nakedness. I pray for somebody tonight, wherever you are naked, the Lord will clothe you in the name of Jesus. I say it again. In any areas of your life where you are naked, the Lord will cover your shame tonight in the name of Jesus. When we talk about being clothed in the Bible, there are so many things, and we are going to be praying on some of those points. The book of Psalm 30, verse 11, the Bible says, you have turned for me my mourning into dancing. You have put off my sackcloth and clothed me with gladness. It's possible maybe you are, you, are, you are sad, but tonight God will clothe you with gladness. God will clothe you with joy. The book of Psalm 35, verse 26. It, it, you know, the Bible says something. The Bible, not only can God clothe you, but God can also clothe your enemy. Look at what the Bible says in Psalm 35, verse 26. The Bible says, let them be ashamed. And brought to mortal confusion. Who rejoice at my heart? Let them be clothed with shame and dishonor. Who exalt themselves against me? So God can also clothe your enemy with shame. And Psalm 65, verse 6. The Bible says, when the Bible was talking about God, the Bible says, Who is, is the one that established the mountains by his strength and is clothed with power? So if God is clothed with power, he can also clothe us with power. 
And tonight I'm praying and I'm believing God that we shall be clothed with power in the name of Jesus. Now, let me give us the third point because we, I, I want us to really have more time to pray. The third thing that happened to this man was, the, was that the Bible says he was now in his right mind. He was now in his right mind. Do you know for that man, for him to be caught himself with stones, it means it was, he wasn't in his right mind. For that man to be dwelling among the tombs, sleeping and waking up in the cemetery where the dead are buried. That was not something that somebody in his right mind would do. But on the day he met with Jesus, when he was delivered, you know, we, we see this transformation in his life. The Bible says he is, he, he is now in his right mind. In his right mind. No wonder Paul was saying in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 16, the Bible says, for, for who has known the mind of the Lord, that he may instruct him, but we have the mind of Christ. I'm praying and believing God that tonight God will give us the mind of Christ in the name of Jesus. When we talk about the mind of Christ, we are talking about a mind that is that is in sync. You know, is in sync, which means is is connected with the mind of God. The, the book of Psalm, I mean, Philippians chapter four verse seven. The Bible says, "And the peace of God." which surpasses all understandings, we guard your mind and your heart through Christ Jesus. That kind of mind that this man has is a mind that was filled with the peace of God. Isaiah 26, verse 3. The Bible says, you will keep him in perfect peace. The peace that that man was not enjoying before. But the moment he was being delivered, he now started enjoying peace. And the Bible says, Thou will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. Because that man now trusts Jesus. Because Jesus was the one that delivered him. Everything that people in the society have tried to do for him that they could not do, Jesus did for him. So he trusted Jesus. And Jesus restore his peace. I pray for somebody tonight, if there's any battle in your life that is taking away your peace, tonight God will overcome that battle for you and your peace will be restored in the name of jesus so the man was now in his right mind in his right mind which means he can now think as an as a normal christian would think he cannot behave as a normal christian will behave and the fourth thing which we are going to pray about which happened to this man was that the bible says the the people around him the people in that city they now they, they were they were now afraid of him they were now afraid of him. What does that mean? When, when we are delivered from the powers of darkness, when we are delivered from demonic activities and operations, what happens is that our enemies will now begin to be afraid of us. Because God will now put our fears in their heart. The book of Exodus 23, verse 22. This is God speaking here. When the children of Israel, when they were, in their, when they were on their journey, to the promised land. Look at what God told them. He said, but if you indeed obey his voice and do all that I speak, then I will be an enemy to your enemies and an adversary to your adversaries. That's what God said. He said, when you are on my path, when you are on my side, when you company with me, when you journey with me, I will be an enemy to your enemy. And I'm praying for somebody tonight. I don't want to know how many enemies you have. Maybe you have some enemies at your place of work. Maybe you have some enemies from your, from, your, from your place of birth. Or maybe you have some enemy where you live. Tonight, God himself said, it will be an enemy. So your enemies, in the name of Jesus. And look, if you look at verse 27 of that same Exodus 23, the Bible says, and I will send my fear before you. And I will cause confusion among all the people to whom you will come. And I will make all your enemies turn their back to you. I pray for as many who have been pursued by the enemies, as many who have been pursued by demons, as many who have been pursued by, by the wicked. Tonight, God will cause all your enemies to turn their back at you. In the name of Jesus. I said, God will cause all your enemies to turn their back at you in the name of Jesus. Look at Genesis 35, verse 5. We see an example of that when God told Jacob to leave Padan Aram to go back to the land of Canaan. Look at what God said. I mean, look at what happened to 
Jacob and his family. That is Genesis 35 verse 5. The Bible says, and when they journeyed, the terror of God was upon the city that were all around them, and they did not pursue the sons of Jacob. I pray for somebody tonight, <laughs> as you continue the journey of this month, and as you continue the journey of this year, the, the Lord Almighty will cause his terror to go around you in the name of Jesus. The Lord Almighty will cause his terror to go with you in the name of Jesus. And no wicked, no power, no demon will be able to pursue you for evil in the name of Jesus. I want us to go and pray. Yeah, our focus is on those four points tonight. The power of a transformed mind. The power of a transformed mind. You know, it's not only just being it's not only just good for somebody to be delivered, it, but it is better if that person is transformed. And that is what we saw about this man. Not only was he delivered from demonic operations, but his life was transformed. And we see that by those four points in his life. And those are the things we want to pray about tonight. I want us to first pray. The first prayer point we are going to be praying in that regard. The Bible says the man was now sitting. The man was now sitting at the presence of Jesus. I want us to pray. The first prayer point we want to pray is this. The reason many of us, we are not sitting at the presence of Jesus is because we are going through some battles in our life that is taking us away from the presence of God. Do you know some people are going through some challenges in their life that is making them not to have time for God? Do you know some people, they are, because of the schedule of their job, maybe because they have to do two jobs, they have to do one at night, they have to do one in the afternoon, and sometimes it clashes with their sleep, and they, they don't really have time to serve God again. They don't really have time to spend in, in God's presence again. So I want us to pray. The first prayer we are going to pray, we are going to cry unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, every challenge in my life that is robbing me of your presence, I want us to pray that prayer because this man, if he was delivered and he wasn't spending time in God's presence, I want you to, I want you to know that he will return back to where he was coming from. And the, the latter end of his life may be worse than his beginning. But this man made up his mind that he will sit where Jesus Christ sits. That he will sit among the disciples of Jesus because that's the only way he can continue to grow in the presence of God. I want us to cry unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, every challenge or every battle in my life that is robbing me of your presence. Father, tonight, help me to overcome those challenges. Help me to resolve those problems. In the name of Jesus, let's begin to pray. Let's begin to pray. I want us to pray that tonight, every challenges, every challenges, every battles of life, every problems of life, every afflictions of life that is robbing us of God's presence. Let's cry out to God and say, Father, tonight, put an end to it. In the name of Jesus, let those problems be resolved. Lord, put an end to those battles. In the name of Jesus, put an end to those battles, O God. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, put an end to those battles in our life. In the name of Jesus, every battles, every challenges, every problem that is robbing us of time in your presence. Father, tonight, put an end to those battles. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. I want us to pray again. We are still praying on that first prayer point, sitting. There is a lot. There is a lot on that point alone, sitting. Do you know after this man, his name, um, this man called uh, Cain, according to Genesis 4, verse 16, after he left the presence of God, look at what the Bible says, and Cain went out from the presence of the Lord and dwell in the land of Nod on the east of Eden. What does it mean when the Bible says Cain? left the presence of God to go and dwell in the land of Nod. What does it mean? It means this man become a, 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 a confused person. In fact, the Bible make the Bible make us understand that his name was turned to a vagabond. Anytime we are not spending time before God, or anytime we are leaving God's presence to somewhere else, it makes us to be confused more. So we want to pray about this, against the spirit of confusion, against the spirit. The reason many people are not in God's presence is because there's a spirit that takes over them, and that's the spirit of confusion. 
they are confused. Their mind is just confused. They cannot focus their attention on one thing. No wonder David says in, the, in Psalm 27 verse 4, he said, one thing have I desired the Lord, and that will I seek. This man was a man of one goal. That is to say, if David said, I will pray for one hour in a day, David made sure he prayed for one hour. If David said, I will fast at least once in a week, David made sure that he did so. So one thing have I desired. He wasn't a man of too many things, but he said one thing. Because I know that if I can get this one thing right, every other thing will fall in place. So what I'm saying is that the reason why many are not sitting in God's presence is there is a spirit called the spirit of confusion. I want us to cry aloud. I want us to come against that spirit, the spirit of confusion. It is a spirit that leads people into error, the spirit of confusion. It is a spirit that makes one not to be stable. You are not stable. You are thinking about doing this or doing that. You are thinking about applying for that job or, you know, or staying where you are working right now. You know, it's the spirit of confusion. I want us to cry unto God and say, Father, tonight, every spirit of confusion that have taken over my life. Tonight I bind and I cast you out in the name of Jesus. Get out of my heart. Get out of my life. You spirit of confusion. I want you to cry out aloud. Cry out aloud against that spirit called the spirit of confusion. It's a spirit of error. It's a spirit that makes one not to spend time in God's presence. Let's cry out to God and say, Father, tonight I bind that spirit and I cast it out in the name of Jesus. You spirit of confusion. I bind you. I cast you out of my life. In the name of Jesus. You spirit of confusion. Get out. In the name of Jesus. You spirit of confusion. Robbing me of my time in God's presence. Get out. In the name of Jesus. I bind you and I cast you out. In Jesus' mighty name. We are prayed. In Jesus' mighty name. We are prayed. What does it mean again when the Bible said this man was now sitting? It, it means that this man now has a stable life. He now has what? A stable life. A stable income. A stable marriage or a stable relationship. A stable home. A stable career. A stable health. A, you know, a, a stable emotion. The Bible says he was now sitting. Let, let, me, let, me read, let me read to us what this man was doing before. <laughs> let me read to us. That, that is Mark chapter 5. Mark chapter 5. I want to read from verse 3. Who had his dwelling among the tombs? This is what the Bible used to describe this man. The Bible says he had his dwelling among the tombs, and no one could bind him, not even with chains, because he had often been bound with shackles and chains. And the chains had been pulled apart by him, and the shackle broken in pieces. Neither could anyone tame him. Let me put it this way. Neither could any man help him. Do you know there are, there are some of us that there are demons, there are demons in our life that are sending away helpers from us. Because of the situation of this man, everybody started running away from him. Because each time they try to help him, they are the ones that are hot. Each time they try to help him, they are the ones that, you know, they, they face the, 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 the greatest of, of the challenge that this man is going through. Because what happens is that this man will attack them. This man will abuse them. This man will cut them with stone because he cut himself with stone too. So what do you think? Why, why, you, why should you think he will not cut others with stones? So because of that demons that took over his life, that, that sent a pass away from him. We are still going to play on that point, but what I'm saying is that the man was not stable. He was not stable. Look at verse 5. And always, night and day, he was in the mountains and in the tombs, crying and cutting himself with stone. Look at that. In the mountain and in the tomb. So which means this man was always up and down. He enjoyed success today, and then he enjoyed failure tomorrow. But the day he met with Jesus, the Bible said he now sat down. Among the disciples. I want us to pray. We are going to cry against every spirit. Every spirit that causes our life not to be stable. 
every spirit that causes our life not to be what, not to be stable. Some people they don't have. There's no way. You know, they 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 just find out that something. You know, not everything is stable about them. Not everything is stable. It's either they are sick tomorrow today, and then they are in good health tomorrow. Nothing is stable. Things is always oscillating. I want us to come against this spirit. We are going to cry unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, every storm in my life that, that, that is making my life not to be stable, when there is storm in a man's life, there will be what? There will be instability. Because this man was actually engaged he was engaged in an internal storm. You know, if you go back to Mark chapter 4, Mark chapter 4, from verse 35 to verse 41, the Bible says Jesus Christ went through an external storm. But for this man, the storm in his life was, you know, the storm was not around him, but the storm was actually in his life. There was a storm in his life that was blowing him up and down. I want us to pray. and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, every storm causing instability in my life, every storm, causing instability in my emotion, every storm, causing instability in my head. Tonight, I command you to cease by the power of God. I cast you out in the name of Jesus. I cast you out. I cast you out. I want you to begin to cast out every storm within your body, every storm in your life that is causing you not to be stable, not to be able to sit down. I want you to cry unto God and say, Father, tonight I cast those storms out of my body. Every storm affecting my, 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 my head. Every storm affecting my emotion. Every storm affecting my career. Every storm affecting my, my finances. Tonight, I cast you out. In the name of Jesus, get out. Every stone causing instability. Instability in my life. Instability in my marriage. Instability in my relationship. Instability in my career. Father, tonight, put an end to the stone. In the name of Jesus, every storm raging in my body, affecting my, my good head, tonight I cast you out. In the name of Jesus, tonight I cast you out in Jesus' mighty name. We are afraid. In Jesus' mighty name, we are afraid. And I said, this man was now sitting. What does that mean again? It means this man was now seated with the airpass of destiny. Before, helpers were running away from him. No man could help him. No man could tame him. But now, he sat among the disciples. He sat with Jesus. I want us to pray. We are going to pray this one more prayer point before we, pray on the, before we move to the second prayer point. I want us to cry unto God and say, Father, every spirit sending helpers of destiny away from me. Every spirit. That's why the man could not sit. Because even when people who want to help him to sit down comes to help him, this man attacked them. So they all left him. We are going to cry out to God. Every spirit sending a path of destiny away for me. Tonight I bind you and I cast you out of my life. In the name of Jesus, be consumed by fire. Be destroyed by fire. Be consumed by fire. In the name of Jesus, every spirit, every power, sending my helpers away in my life. I bind and I cast you out. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I bind and I cast you out. In the name of Jesus, every spirit sending a pass of destiny away from me. Tonight be destroyed by the fire of Holy Ghost. Be consumed by fire. Be destroyed by fire. Be consumed by fire. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. I pray for somebody tonight. That power sending your airpass far away from you. That power is arrested in the name of Jesus. That spirit that always blocks your benefit, that spirit that always antagonizes you on the day of benefit, on the day of promotion, tonight that spirit is cursed forever. In the name of Jesus, a pass of destiny will locate you, and no spirit and no power will be able to send them away from you. In Jesus' mighty name. Now, let's go to the second point, because of our time. And I would say this man was now being clothed. God covered his nakedness. God 
covered is I want us to pray. We are going to cry unto God and say, Father, cover my nakedness. That prayer is so deep, but just pray it. Because anything that is causing shame in your life, God will take care of it. When we say, Father, cover my nakedness, it means God indirectly. We are praying indirectly to God to take away our shame. I want us to lift up our two hands unto God and say, Father, tonight, cover my nakedness. In every area of my life where I have been exposed to shame, where I have been exposed to ridicule, Father, cover my nakedness. Let's begin to pray. Let's begin to pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord Jesus, cover my nakedness. You spirit that causes nakedness, I bind you and I cast you out. You spirit that causes shame, I bind you and I cast you out. Lord, tonight cover my nakedness, cover my financial nakedness. Cover my marital nakedness. Cover my, my career nakedness. My yalagaba. Eketorobeya basilia. In any areas of my life where I'm being exposed to ridicule. Where I've been exposed to shame. Father, cover my nakedness. In the name of Jesus, cover my nakedness. Masuta ligaba. Cover my nakedness, O oh God. Cover my nakedness, O oh God. In Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. I want you to come against that spirit called the spirit of shame. Shame and ridicule. Shame. Many people are being shamed tonight, I mean, today. Many people are going through that spirit called shame. Shame. We are going to cry unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, that spirit called shame. In my mind, I bind you and I cast you out, be consumed by fire. Depart from my life, depart from my career, depart from my family, depart from my marriage, depart from my from, from my business. In the name of Jesus, you spirit cause shame. I cast you out in the name of Jesus. I shall not be ashamed again. I shall not be put to shame. Neither will I be ashamed again. In the name of Jesus. Every power putting me to shame. Tonight I curse you. In the name of Jesus, I command you to be destroyed by fire. Lord, cast out that spirit called shame out of my life. In the name of Jesus, let me never know shame again. I will never know shame again. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name. We are prayed. The Bible says in Psalm 30 verse 11, the Bible says, For you have torn for me, my mourning into dancing. I pray for somebody on this planet, you have been weeping, you have been crying, you have been mourning. But tonight, God is turning your mourning to dancing in the name of Jesus. Very soon, you will have a reason to celebrate. You will have a new testimony to celebrate in the name of Jesus. Say so you have put off my sackcloth. Sackcloth is a symbol of a, a, a garment of, 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 of money. But God said you have taken it away. And you have clothed me with gladness. For somebody tonight, instead of sadness, you will be clothed with gladness in the name of Jesus. Now, before we, before we leave that point, uncover my nakedness. I want us to pray very quickly. We are going to pray against our enemy. In you know, Psalm 35, verse 26, the Bible says, Let them be ashamed and be brought to mutual confusion. Who rejoices at my heart? Let them be clothed with shame and dishonor. Who hurt, I mean, who exalt themselves against me? I want you to cry unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, every enemy of my life, expecting, my, expecting me to be put to shame, every enemy working against my progress, Every enemy working against my promotion, Father, tonight, let them be clothed with shame and dishonor. I want you to pray that prayer. Now, what does that prayer mean? It means God will do something for you that when those people or those enemies hear about it, they will be put to shame. They will be disgraced. They will be, they will be amazed. 
they will be put to I want you to cry unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, every enemies of my soul, every enemies of my destiny, Lord, tonight let them be clothed with shame and dishonor. Those who are exalting themselves against me, those who are blocking my promotion, those who are blocking my advancement, Father, tonight let them be caused, let them be clothed with shame and dishonor. In the name of Jesus, cover my enemies with shame and dishonor according to your word. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. Now look at, let's go to the top, top point, because I want us to finish on time tonight. The Bible says this man was now in his right mind. He was now in his right mind. Why? Why was he in his right mind? Because the spirit of madness was cast out of him. The spirit of madness. Not only that, but the spirit of suicide. A suicidal spirit was cast out of him. How do I know that? Because the Bible says, the same spirit that was in this man, the unclean spirit that was in this man, when Jesus cast them out, the Bible said those spirits enter into a swine, and those heads of swine ran into the sea, and they were drawn in the sea. So, which means, those spirits, the intention of those spirits in his life was to cause him to commit suicide one day. Maybe one day he will just jump from top of the mountain and he will crash his head. That was the plans of those demons, those unclean spirits in his life. But the day he was delivered, the Bible says he was now in his right mind. I want us to pray. We are going to pray these two prayer points. Before we, two, just two prayer points on this, on this uh, point in his right mind. The first prayer point we are going to pray is this. We are going to pray against what I call the spirit of discouragement and then the spirit of suicide, discouragement and suicide. Do you know because of this pandemic alone, many people have committed suicide? Many people. In fact, there was a doctor I was hearing about. The doctor was in New York. Not that he was sick. He was just overwhelmed, you know, from taking care of patients that have COVID-19. And on the news, maybe it was like a month or so, about the, 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 the media, they... The, they, they actually mentioned that this doctor committed suicide. She killed herself. I want us to pray. We are going to pray against that suicidal thought, suicidal spirit. It's a spirit. It's what? It's a spirit. It's a spirit. It's not just, it's not just uh, hormone imbalance. It is a spirit. Do you know some people, they are going through some stress, they are going through some situation, and all that they are thinking about is death. Because they don't know the way out again. They are so discouraged that discouragement has almost led to suicidal action. Suicidal action. I want us to cry. We are going to come against those two spirits. We are going to pray unto God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, every spirit of discouragement and suicidal thoughts, discouragement and suicidal thoughts in my life tonight let them be cast out and be destroyed by fire in the name of you let's begin to pray let's begin to pray the spirit of discouragement you know when that spirit overtook that man he wasn't in his right mind that spirit wanted to kill him i want us to cry out to god and say father every spirit of discouragement Every suicidal, suicidal spirit in my life, tonight I bind them and I cast them out. In the name of Jesus, you spirit of discouragement, pack your load and get out. 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 Le Kapatusa, Eli Kapalia, Makundaba, Elia Kasunde Kapolika, Kapolia. Pack your load and get out. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. If you, don't, if you don't mind, let, let's add this one more prayer point and then we'll, we'll go to the last prayer point for today. I want us to pray against the spirit of insanity. The spirit of insanity. You know, it's a spirit that also controls the mind. It's a spirit that controls... Do you know most of those people who are, who are insane that we call mad people on the streets, maybe due to overuse of drug or due to some other uh, exposure from the environment... You know, if you see many of them walking on the street, most of the time they are talking. They don't say, well, I'm not insane. Oh, no. 
you know, the way it works is that it affects your mind. You just discover that your mind is not stable. Your mind is not stable. Insanity. You, you, you discover that even some, some people, when they are at work, they, they keep making mistakes and making mistakes and mistakes and because their mind is not there again. They are, they, are, they are present, but they are not present. They may, be at, they, may be, they may be at a place, but their mind is not there. They may even be sitting down in the church, but their mind is not in the church. That's the spirit of insanity. I want us, let's lay our hand on our head. <laughs> we are going to come. I want us to pray that spirit. Please, pray, don't joke with this prayer we are praying. You are going to command in the name of Jesus and say, every spirit of insanity in my life, I bind and I cast you out now. Be consumed by fire. In the name of Jesus, let's begin to pray. Let's begin to pray. The spirit of insanity that makes me to be losing my mind all the time. Get out in the name of Jesus. Masota leke posketelia, mesunda le kapa to zada gadaidika sedekapa, spirit of insanity, leprakata sunta leprakata sunta leprakata sedekepo. I bind you and I cast you out, be destroyed by fire, be consumed by fire, be consumed by fire, be this. I send you out of my house, I send you out of my spirit, I send you out of my life, in the name of Jesus. You spirit of insanity, making me to lose my mind. Tonight, I bind and I cut you out. Be consumed by Holy Ghost fire in Jesus' mighty name. We are prayed. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. I pray for that person, that spirit tormenting you, that suicidal spirit, that spirit of discouragement, that insanity spirit tormenting and playing with your mind. Tonight, that spirit will bind and will cast it out. In the name of Jesus Christ, you will no longer be tormented by that spirit. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Now, because of our time, let's move to the last, the last prayer point. I would say this man, God made the people around him who I will consider to be his enemies. Because why, why, would, I, why would they consider them enemies of this man. After Jesus healed this man and delivered him, the Bible says those people sent Jesus out of that place. They sent Jesus away from that city. Why would you, you know, I mean, this is a man that was, you know, he has been causing trouble in that, in that uh, location or in that city. They know him to be a violent man. They know him to be a very popular, violent man. And somebody came and help the city to take care of that problem. And yet, what the city would do was to send him away. That's, that's, that's not good. So that's why I say that, that those people must be enemy of goodness. They must be enemy of success. They were supposed to celebrate this man. They were supposed to rejoice with him. They were supposed to thank Jesus for what he has done. But rather than doing this, they sent Jesus away. They said, Jesus, we don't want to see you again this place. I want us to pray. Now, what I'm saying is that God... God, but but after the incident happened, after Jesus, you know, delivered this man, the Bible said when those same people came and saw him, the Bible said they were afraid, which means they could not hurt him, which means they could not say anything against him. They were just afraid. Fear just overtook their mind. I want us to pray. The book of Exodus 23, 22, we, already, we, we, we read that before. When God promised us that it will be an enemy to our enemies. I want you to cry out aloud and say, Father, from today, be an enemy to my enemies. When God is enemy to your enemies, your battle, is, <laughs> your battle will be overcome. When God is an enemy to your enemy, there's no enemy that can fight. Because if that enemy will fight you, that means that enemy will have to fight God first. And who can battle with the Lord and we? Nobody. I want us to cry unto God and say from tonight to God, be an enemy to all my enemies, all those enemies rising up against me. Lord Jesus, be an enemy to them in the name of Jesus. Let them not have access to my life again to torment me. All those demons, be an enemy to them. Let them not have access to my business again to torment it. Let them not have access to my children again to torment them. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, be an enemy to all my enemies of God. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, put your fear, put my fear 
put whenever they see me, whenever the wicked sees me, Father Lord, put my fear in their heart. In the name of Jesus, Lekapata Suta Lekapa, put my fear in their heart, O God. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. I want you to pray this prayer point. You are going to cry on to God and say, Father, from today, let your let your presence surround me anywhere I go. When the presence of God surrounds you, wherever you go, there will be there, there will be what is called the terror of God. What does that mean? It means when 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 wicked people sees you and they want to attack you, they they, they notice that there is, is there, there is an electromagnetic force. There is a force around you that cannot be penetrated through. Even when they try to shoot an arrow at you, they discover that the arrow keeps going back to them. Because there is a force surrounding your business. Because there is a force surrounding your family. I want us to cry out to God and say, Father, from today, let me begin to enjoy your presence. In the name of Jesus, Lord, let me begin to enjoy your presence wherever I go. In the name of Jesus, create your terror around me. Let me begin to enjoy your presence. The, your presence that will send away wicked, the wicked people away from me. Lord, let me begin to enjoy that presence from today. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. And lastly, I want us to pray for power. I want us to pray. In you know, the, the, the book of Psalm. Now we read, the Bible says, God himself is clothed, Psalm 65 verse 6, God himself is clothed with power. I want us to pray and say, Father, tonight, let me be clothed with power. Let me be clothed with power. Let me be clothed with power. In the name of Jesus, power that cannot be afflicted, power that cannot be insulted. Lord, tonight, let me be clothed with power. Clothe me with power. I want you to begin to ask for the power of Holy Ghost. Begin to ask for the power of Holy Ghost. Ask God to clothe you with his power. Father, tonight, let me be clothed with power. Let me be clothed with power. Let my family be clothed with power. Let my wife be clothed with power. Let my children be clothed with power. Lord, clothe us with your power. In the name of Jesus, clothe us with your power. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Almighty Father, we thank you for tonight. We thank you for all that you have done. We thank you for your power. We thank you for your presence in our midst throughout the Throughout this period that we have prayed together, Father, we say be glorified in the name of Jesus. Lord, as we have tendered all our requests before you, Father, let there be an immediate answer in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, we pray that from tonight you will make us to be more stable in the name of Jesus. For those who have been going through storms of life that make their life not to be stable, tonight we will book and we cast out storms. We cast out the spirit of confusion. In the name of Jesus Christ, Lord, I pray for as many who, who, who right now don't have a stable job, don't have a stable income, don't have a stable uh, stable head, stable emotions, stable finances, Father, Lord, come tonight. Let things become stable for them. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we pray unto you again that you will clothe us in any area of our life where we are naked. In the name of Jesus, let our nakedness be clothed. In the name of Jesus, we come against every spirit of shame. We cast you out in the name of Jesus. Father Lord, clothe us with your power. Clothe us with your glory. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we are also asking that you will give us a right mind. In the name of Jesus, we give us the mind of Christ. The mind of Christ. A stable mind. A mind that is not confused. A mind that is not that does, that does not panic. Father, give unto us in the name of Jesus. And lastly, we are praying, O God, that you will be a terror around us. Anywhere we go, in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We worship you because you have answered us. As we go in the journey of this week, Lord, let your presence go with us. In the name of Jesus. Any plan and purpose of the wicked against our life, let it scatter by fire. In the name of Jesus. For every one of us on this prayer line, let us go and come back with new testimonies. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you because of answers. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. If you know that God has answered your prayer, I want you to shout hallelujah. Love is kind.
Yeah. 
Thank you for loving me.